Let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. No, I don't want to be humble now. You doubted me. Nothing to talk about. This is right. our take two. Yeah, week week two. Well, week three. Week three. Week three, take two. We kind of expect this. We've done a number of recordings for videos that we've oh, had to produce. I remember one time we had three retakes for like a 40 oh, yeah. oh, remember the roll royalty stuff? <laughs> we, we, we would there do. Was, there was that one time we had a camera for like just like a, a phone, camera phone. Yes. We filmed it. The battery died. Right. Oh. So we switched phones to your phone. My, yeah. my battery died. So then we go to your phone and I'm like, hey, don't forget to put on... Um, uh, airplane mode right we get a call in the middle of it oh, we go through it the next time we took a picture yeah. so <laughs> like, you know if, if if you're what if you have podcasts and and videos production like this in kind of your feed that you watch and they're really really good at it know that they have done a lot of work to get to their facts and it's just the technology, just the screwing around with these cameras that we got, the mm -hmm. lighting and the sound and then the mixture board. And then, you know, we ended up trying to wham a jam and something on the names and, and we ended up with, it started, we wham and <laughs> yeah, we, we, and the, the podcast basically went through Jamie's computers, 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 microphone, I had like two microphone sounds. So oh, if, if you, if you went through the last one, we're, we're sorry. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're redoing it just because yeah. we want to keep up with the fact that we're able to continue to put out something every week. Well, it's good practice for me. It, I, I, yeah. I can do I'll, I'll have <laughs> hopefully less ums in, in it. So <laughs> you too. Well, so the, so the first thing, so we'll, we, again, we roll through kind of what we, we use the email that I send out every week as kind of a guideline for what we talk about here. And Jamie and I talked throughout the week. The content that goes into the newsletter is kind of a hodgepodge of stuff that we talk about and, and execute in the gym. Mm -hmm. Conversations with members, emails from members, emails from the community, stuff that shows up in my news feed. Um, one of the things I, I wanted to publish, because I've been, I've been seeing a, in my feed, I've got about three or four people that motivate me to go to the gym. And I talk about my inner voice um, a lot. I, I think about it because, you know, especially getting up early in the morning, the inner bitch just, is getting yeah. stronger. Yeah. The inner bitch is getting stronger. Right. <laughs> I actually have to train harder. That was my, one of my I tweets. I have to okay. train harder because my inner bitch is getting stronger <laughs> as I get older. Right. That's, that oh. should be a, that should be a quote. Like you, a t-shirt. Oh yeah. You, you, you don't have to train today. You, <laughs> you're sore today. You trained hard yesterday. Like it, and, and those are the things everybody has those voices. Yeah. And, and a lot of times it, they show up, manifest themselves in the form of excuses, excuses why you don't have to go to the gym or why you don't have to work out or why you don't have to go for a walk or why you can eat something that you shouldn't be eating. And we have to have self-talk. And everyone says, well, it should be positive self-talk. Well, yeah, self-talk, positive self-talk is okay, I think. But, I, you know, it, that depends upon your personality. I like a hard ass telling me what to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially when you have it in your feed because, right. you know, it's it's part of your algorithm. I mean, <laughs> right. I'm sure you have a little bit of that impact on other people oh, yeah. outside D of this too. So David Goggins, if anybody's listening yeah. to David Goggins, I turned Yvonne on today. She'd never heard of David Goggins and then I showed her. Really? David, oh, she, oh, you know what? Christy too. I told Christy Vox. I showed her that video. That video the, 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 uh, first man on, the first man on Mars, <laughs> David Goggins. Where are you going next? <laughs> going Jupiter, 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 motherfuckers. <laughs> 
Very good. So but anyway, good. Dave, I mean, that guy is real life. That's what he is yes. like in real life. Yes. Navy, Navy SEAL. And he had, you know, he flunked out of SEALs and then went back. We did it. He also had some of that negative self-talk. That, oh, yeah. You know, like he talks about it in his books and just on other podcasts. Like it's fantastic yeah. book if you want to read it, by yeah. the way. I listened to it on Audible. Anyway, so David Goggins and the other one is Jocko Willink, you mm -hmm. know, and also Navy SEAL, just yeah. kind of a hardcore guy. Post pictures of his watch four thirty in the morning. In the morning. And then my new one is that Papa Swolio. Yeah. And I love that I, I love that guy one because he's just he's just straight up, right? And, yeah. And I, it cracks me up, so I laugh a little bit at it. But it also it motivates me. Like if I'm sitting there in my with my morning coffee, and I know I got to take the dogs for their for their run, walk, whatever I'm going to do, or ruck. And I and that guy pops up, and you know he says, Look, "You're sitting there looking at phone. You know you should be looking at your phone." get off your ass, go to the fucking gym. And, and that's quit usually scrolling. like, you know what? I yeah, quit scrolling. And yeah. I shut it off and I get up and I go. So those types of inner voices, uh, I think, can be can be helpful. Don't let it get too negative. Don't beat yourself yeah. up. But, you know, those types of things are helpful in getting you to the gym. Now, on the other hand, those things, so those inner voices can get out of hand. Yes. And start to drive you to the gym too often. Yeah. There, there, there's a pros and cons on both ends of the spectrum, right? Right. I use too it much to, of one, I, you know, Papa Swolio says, Hey, go to the gym. Well, I, I use it just to maybe I need to go for a walk today or maybe yeah. I'm going to rock today. But we, you know, you and I have talked about this because we've had members that have had to take time off because they're overdoing it or they have mm -hmm. an overuse injury. Um, or, um, life is just getting hard. Yeah. Right? Life's, life's mean, getting hard. There's sure. sometimes hurdles, you know? Yeah. So it, it, we, how many times let me ask you this so mm -hmm. just for the average member that's coming in wants to be fit wants to wants to lean out wants to be strong wants to move well um how many how many days of crossfit should they be doing and then when is too when is too many times when is too much well i think that's uh i mean there's a lot of different variables to that and in the grand scheme of things crossfit does prescribe three on one off right and if you follow a main site that's just basically just that it's three on one off constant varied functional movement executed at a high intensity um and you know for us in a in this affiliate format right like where we have people come seven days a week you know we don't program three on one off and what i do with progressive program prs all day is progressive programming's track which is for what we do in our workout of the day um, you know, I, I typically prescribe three on one off, two on one off three on, and you just kind of go back and forth between three to two on and one off in between, um, for a couple different reasons, right? Like your, your body's going to recover and that's how we get stronger, right? Going through that recovery phase where we can actually recruit and, and re uh, you know, refuel our muscle cells. So that way we can continue to perform well. Let me, let me interrupt yeah. you there because that is, that has helped me considerably. And I think it's helped other people as mm -hmm. well is thinking about days off. Are you rebuilding days? Are you rebuild? That's yeah. when, and it really is. It, it, it really is. Truthfully is that's when yeah. you are getting more fit. Yeah. That's, that's literally where the magic happens. Like right. they always say, you know, sleep is, the most important thing that we need, right? Like right. that's how it's where we are. We regenerate and rest days are the same thing. And I think like with somebody that, you know, has that gung ho attitude of go to the fuck to the gym every day and hit it hard every day. Um, I think, I mean, everybody's a little bit different depending on how hard you're hitting it. What's the intention? What are you training for? So there's a lot of different variables. Right. Um, but ultimately I think that, you know, you still need to, um, 
have those down and off days. Like when yeah. we go through cycles, we're going deloads. We, that's all that's built into the progressions. So that way we can recover and continue. What are, what are, what are signs? What are indications that you've, you're coming too many times? Achy joints, not sleeping well. Not sleeping well. That's the like, one. That's the one for me is the appetite. Not well. yeah. You know, if you're not eating right, like right. Th- th- there's a lot of different like signs. Um, you know, and one of the most basic ones is just keep, keep an eye on your heart rate. You know, what's your resting heart rate? From day to yeah. day, like if you're having an elevated heart rate when you wake up every morning, take a day. If you be two, if you need it. Yeah. If you've got a, a whoop monitor that they measure mm-hmm. recovery, and that recovery is measured through heart rate variability. Heart rate variability is essentially the the, the measured time between heartbeats. Mm-hmm. A steady or constant heart rate time or heart rate variability, if it's steady, means that the heart is trying to recover. Yes. So you have not recovered. Yeah. If you have high variability, high heart rate variability, the time between beats is varies greatly. That's usually the sign of a very healthy healed heart. Mm-hmm. That's ready to go. That's ready to go. Yeah. Um, and so a whoop monitor is a one way to measure recovery because mm-hmm. it'll tell you how much you're sleeping, but that, mm-hmm. but then also I like, I like what you say. Like if your resting heart rate is it's, it's just a simple yeah. indicator. I mean, you can yep. look at a clock, oh, check, yeah. track your, your heart rate. Not sleeping well. Not achy, sleeping achy well. Achy joints. And shitty nutrition, right? If, well, you're, if, yeah. you're, if you're fueling your training and you're training really hard and you're putting a bunch of crap in your body, it's, you can't expect it to perform well, let alone recover well. Right. Right. So the, um, I will say, though, that active recovery. So active recovery yes. is essentially, you know, uh, bike ride Go for walk. walking. And what's nice about that is, um, uh, all of the recent studies, it, it's really kind of pile starting to pile on now because there's been some, so a substantial amount of research mm-hmm. that has been published recently indicating, uh, daily walking or daily steps, um, uh, coupled with healthy eating is like the fastest and best way to, to lose weight mm-hmm. is keeping that thermogenic engine burning yeah. through, um, literally just e- easy activity mm-hmm. um, throughout the day. So measuring steps when they talk about 10,000 steps or 20,000 steps during the day, that's that it works really, really yeah. well. Yeah. And, uh, but, and that can work as active recovery. That is not, however, like I found out uh, a four mile ruck with a 55 pound pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking that I was thinking, well, that's that, a good training session. <laughs> I, that's a, I found out the hard way the next day when I have my hip flexors, like my hips were so stiff. I could, yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah, a, that's, that's a trend. Don't confuse the I two. I think I think that's really important to kind of keep in mind too, because you know there's a lot of people that really enjoy running, right? right? And then, you know, run a run, a good run could be therapeutic in in, in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Meditate. Yeah. And if you're a big runner and you're getting into CrossFit and you're training three days on, and you're like, oh, my rest, I'll just go for a run. It's like yeah. mm, that's a different mind. There's right. still a decent amount of impact. Like what's the distance? And right. So there's a lot of things you got to kind of keep in mind and, and uh, just be cautious that you don't overdo it. Absolutely. So, and then always ask a coach if you're unsure, ask a coach, but if yeah. you can only make it into the gym one day a week, that's fine. Yeah. But don't, don't stress, mm-hmm. but do something, do something. Even if it's push-ups or burpees at home, right. do a, a mini Tabata, right? right? Like there's lots of, st- even if you just kind of go through a flow just yes. to keep your body moving, um, you know, a yoga session that, that I could even say that, that an easy yoga session would be a good little active recovery session. Cause you're taking your body yeah. through a range of motion. You're not 
putting on volume and, and hammering something down. So when you come back into the gym, you'll be, you, your body literally will be better prepared because mm -hmm. it's going through the ritual of moving. Some days will move hard, you know, a hard CrossFit back on movement is medicine. Yeah. And if you're Absolutely. really, really sore, I mean, like after doing like carrying or something like that, right. 150 wall balls, you can't walk for a while. The best thing you could do is walk. So, so related to that, we have grace coming up at the yes. end of the month, uh, for the, for the PRs gyms. I know that there's was on the 15th, mm -hmm. but Diablo takes it and puts it at the end of the month. Cause we do a fundraiser tied to it. Um, what, and we've got two weeks before mm -hmm. we do grace here in the gym. Grace is 30 cleaning jerks for time. 135 for the guys, 95 for the ladies. Mm -hmm. Um, is there anything that are, we've been training into it. We've had some opportunities here to do cleaner jerks today. We've got, mm -hmm. um, shouldered overhead yep. in the workout, but is there anything else additional that our members could be doing to improve their grace performance between now and then yeah i think i mean grace 30 clinic jerks for time is uh, i always try to uh relate it to like a 500 meter row so if you're planning right. on going like a two a sub two minute 500 or sub two minute grace um you're gonna want to hold a fast pace but if you start out too fast you're gonna bite yourself in the in the ass so think of like a, a row 500 meter row you're looking at anywhere between like 90 seconds you know, on average, right? 90 right. seconds, a hard, hard effort. Um, if you run out and you hit the first 200 meters and like hold your breath through the whole thing, just to get through as fast as you can, that's you're, you're not, you're going to blow up. You're going to implode the next 70 seconds. Then, uh, are yeah, be oh, miserable. You, I mean, you're going to just, you're going to have to like stop at some point. Right? right. And that's something that's super common with grace, right? Very. So three, two, one, go. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's not a light barbell, but no, it's something but you, that and, we and could when typically you start cycle. the adrenaline's high. You oh feel yeah. So those first, the first rep for me usually sucks, but mm -hmm. the next three or four reps, all of a sudden I get a good, I'm like, Oh, I'm stronger than ever hey, today. Adrenaline is great, right? <laughs> like once you get a good adrenaline rush from three, two, one, go. Yeah. And that bar feels so light. And one of the biggest things that I get from feedback, watching people and you know, when we're warming up for something like this is how did you breathe? Right. Right. And I think the first 10 is essentially your buy-in. So, you know, if you, like I said, if you're looking for a, a, a 90 second grace, you're, you're looking at 30 seconds per rep, right? So that's three seconds or 30 seconds for every 10. So three seconds, every right. single rep, if you start out one rep every one to two seconds in the beginning, you're not, you're going to blow up and you're not gonna be able to hold that pace. Right. So it's like running a mile, you, you know, tracking your distance every 50 or your time every 50 or 100 meters helps you stay on track. So you don't start too fast and then completely implode on the back end. If you have a four or five minute grace, same thing. Like, it's, mm -hmm. yeah, okay. same thing. Okay. Right? right. Like have, having a, a set time frame as far as like, what's so, your goal? Hold that pace. So, what, so, so is there right? anything that that um, people can do Improve now? on? To improve on between now and then, should they imams? E first of all, let me ask you this: If I, you know, I'm going to do 135 grace, is it okay if I come in and I practice 95 cycling a barbell with 95s yeah. as an imam? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think practicing like the bar path and the patterning itself is really important. Um, but doing it under stress so that way you can actually test out your breathing, right? Okay. Like, so hop on a rower for you oh, know okay. two, three hundred meters at a hard effort dial into your breathing pattern there so then when you get off and you go to the barbell you still have some rhythm to your breathing pattern per rep right okay. um as well as hitting the positions correctly yeah 
Yeah, I see most people lose it from the shoulder to overhead. They start push yeah. pressing. And even I do push it too. Pressing it. It's just your body. All of a sudden, your hips don't want to yep. dip. Your knees don't want to bend. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and one of the biggest things uh, we talked about this briefly in the past one, um, but landing in the clean is going to help set you up for the drive out of the jerk, right? So in grace or clean and jerks, when you're cycling, I always think of it as it's two jumps. You have a jump for the clean to catch and then a jump to drive it to overhead. And then right. you stand up, squeeze your butt and block everything out. But if you're receiving the clean with your knees forward, we're not in a good jumping position to translate that barbell overhead efficiently. Right. Right. Then that's where we start seeing more push presses because we're not in a good position to try to drive it and keep that bar in that linear path so two things cause that usually speed and then over and fatigue fatigue yeah right. yeah and and also just you know like we said it before adrenaline adrenaline right. once once that adrenaline hits it's like technique tends to go out the window so, so yeah. practicing these reps under some stress okay. gives you a chance to kind of control that a little bit better all right it's a good idea so open gym after two 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 days a week and probably between now and then two or three mm -hmm. times get it in and practice that cycling under you know hit the assault bike or hit the rower after you've already warmed up is probably even after class might not be a bad idea yeah um keep it light cycle the barbell move and, well yeah move well and breathe mm -hmm. um what's cool about our grace this year is we're donating 100 percent of the contributions to the and, and it's 25 to sign up today as we get closer i'll remove that 25 dollars barrier we're hoping that donations carry us the rest of the way yeah, awesome um, all that 100% of that money is going to go to the, the Phoenix group and the Phoenix group is a, um, a recovery outlet for, uh, for addicts, um, and in, in our area, but it's also nationwide, nationwide yeah. to provide them a healthy outlet for, um, for their addiction. Yeah. And what's cool is they get to come to Diablo through the through the Phoenix group. Once they sign up with the Phoenix group, they can come to Diablo for free. Um, as part of the their recovery plan, we have we have classes in the evening for them, and there's a number of CrossFit gyms around the country that that are doing this. So they also have a couple of affiliates too, right? Oh yeah, the, and yeah, plus they have they, their own they are they have their own affiliate, yeah, yeah, affiliate, which is awesome. No, yeah. it really it really is because look, it, you know, I like to say we're the most of us are addicts, and we just <laughs> our our addiction is <laughs> depends on what the what we what we direct it to, <laughs> right? right? We're directing ours towards CrossFit. Yeah. It keeps, keeps us out of the keeps us out of the bad stuff. Yeah, but. It's cool out that provides a supportive community to help keep them mm -hmm. um, addiction free, moving in the right direction, moving in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. And it is, you know what, it's, it's very fulfilling for us as, as an affiliate. It's one of the neat things that we do. There's a number of programs that CrossFit affiliates participate in mm -hmm. that just nonstop. Like it, you literally, literally start to dig in and they're just, they're constantly doing stuff to give back mm -hmm. to not only their community, but to other communities as well. With the, I mean, they get the CrossFit has given millions of dollars to the, to the barbells for boobs organization yeah. to help provide mammograms for low income, mm -hmm. um, low income families. And then also, uh, like the Murph, which has mm -hmm. also provided millions of dollars, um, for veterans as well. I mean, it's, CrossFit, it's, like, especially the CrossFit affiliates, right? Like they've, there's all kinds of avenues out there that we could, you know, help give back. And I think being one of the CrossFit affiliates, you know, it, it kind of helps. I don't know how I say this. It directs us in the right path, right? Oh, yeah. it, 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 it's a healthy environment. It's a healthy community. It's right. everybody's trying to build each other up, right. hold each you're, other accountable. You're taking care of yourself and improving yourself. Exactly. While helping others. It's yeah. incredibly satisfying. I, I've, I've talked to 
I've talked to some of the, the, the oldest of the OGs. Yeah. And you ask them why they started CrossFit and why they started their affiliate. And it was to help people. Yeah. They don't say I, I started this to make money. Yeah. It's, it's always to help people. And it's very satisfying to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I encourage people to get their L1 because coaching is incredibly satisfying. Yeah. Even, even just getting the L1 just for. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For just your own self. Um, right? Matt Schindel Decker at CrossFit Crave created yeah. this program, the Affiliate Community Empowerment Program. Mm -hmm. And it's essentially using the CrossFit community to help empower individuals. In his case, he works with uh, um, juveniles, um, the juvenile detention program in Ohio, and he provides an outlet for kids that are coming out of the juvenile incarceration system mm -hmm. to help get them, uh, one, hooked on something healthy, yes. um, keep them busy, and give them op uh, career opportunity yeah. as well. What's really cool about his program, because he's doing it, and, and what... Two really cool things. One, State of Ohio is actually paying for every person yeah. that comes into his program, but they love it because he has the lowest, um, and I always get this word wrong, recidiv recid recidivism, where, where the, kids, yeah. so the kids go back and go commit back crimes, into right? the process. Yeah, yeah. And, fall and, back and into the old habits. Fall routines. back into the old habits. Yeah. He has the lowest rate of, of that occurring. That's awesome. Of any program that they've done, like something like 86% of the kids that are going through his CrossFit program are staying off the streets yeah and out of trouble and they have the data that, oh, that they, shows oh they've got it. all so the data. it is oh yeah and there's evidence-based <laughs> what's, really, what's really cool now is there's other states that are applying for this yeah. that, that are interested because of the you know what they're seeing what's happening yeah. in ohio today I, he texted me this morning he is in the state of illinois presenting to 12 superior court judges on the program and the benefits that it provides in it in hopes of providing that same type of pro the same type of availability to crossfit affiliate gyms in the chicago area Oh, so wow. that they'll have be able to take in these kids, get paid for it, get income, and then also get to help these kids. Yeah. And you and I both know you, you, if you get if you get them in here, you get them doing CrossFit, they start they start to see themselves getting better. They feel better. Mm -hmm. They feel stronger. They build character, builds confidence. Uplifting. Oh, it's and then a career opportunity. They get there. You know, if you can get their L one, they can become affiliate owners mm -hmm. and become coaches. All these things. And CrossFit affiliates. A lot of CrossFit affiliates need coaches. Yeah. That's the irony of all of it. So it's kind of a win win. So it's really cool to see that happening. Yeah. No, and that's. A CrossFit affiliate, Matt Schindel Decker, CrossFit Crave in Ohio. But this, these programs are happening all over. And he's helping it out towards affiliates. Yeah. Right? I'm talking like, to him, I'm also talking to him about getting that something like that going in our county. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So he's got he's basically got it all structured. So that give back is the CrossFit way. And it's one of the cool mm -hmm. things about CrossFit versus other methodologies. It's not to say that other methodologies don't work. They do. And if you just don't work the same. Right. There it, it you know, like you always say. CrossFit's like the biker gang, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's, they're like hell's angel, right? It's yeah. just such tight knit community that we're going to, you know, do what we can to help others, you know, even if it's within our know, community, sacrificing right. something for myself to help somebody else out. Yeah, right? absolutely. I like to think of it more of as a church than a biker sure. gang. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. But the comparison, it's, it's seriously, no, the comparison yes. is the same, yes. right? We, yes. we want to help each other out. We're, um, um, I started this week because I, uh, I learned that, you know, CrossFit affiliate owners um, are eager to, and especially newer owners are eager to talk to other CrossFit owners. And so they subscribe to uh, coaching programs or mm -hmm. mentorship programs. And those things are thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars in some cases, which in the, in those programs are great, especially like Chris Cooper and two brain business. He's yeah. helped so many affiliate owners save their businesses and grow their businesses all with great intent. Um, but oftentimes it just takes a phone call with someone that's been through the similar experience just either pump you up keep your keep your head in the game mm -hmm. or maybe give you a quick 
solution to a problem that you've been working on and they've already been through it and they know what the yeah. they have a solution for it. I've talked to, I've had the opportunity to talk to a number of affiliate owners um, in our, in, in our 16 year history about, you know, various different items, whether it was, you know, signing new leases or, you know, dealing with employee versus independent contractor stuff. Like I can distinctly remember the conversations I've had mm-hmm. with affiliate owners in around getting through the pandemic and yeah. how to, you know, how to deal with the the county and the city. And, and, you know, I talked to, uh, was it Zoltan Heights at CrossFit Pleasanton who hooked me up with a gym owner in Los Angeles who had been arrested to talk about the process and what happened and what the, my legal, oh, well, you know, what the, uh, legal possibilities were for me mm-hmm. and and that was awesome but that's the, but there's a lot of new affiliate owners that don't have those networks and those connections yeah. so they end up going to mentorship programs i put it, my I, I so i put up a, on our, our website the opportunity to call i'm going to give four hours a month i encourage other yeah. crossfit affiliate owners to do the same thing it's a great way to give back yeah and, i mean being able to offer up the different perspectives like you said like just all these different various things and i just talking about it reminded me back what was it 2011 when I was personally also in a situation with right. partners with my CrossFit affiliate. Um, and we were in the process of looking to move on to open up another gym and location, location, location kept falling through. So reaching out to you with Diablo and you know, Hey, I heard you guys have a gym of equipment. And we might yeah. be, hey, if it doesn't work out, come on over. And you know, 10 years ago, here we are. Right. And, and those conversations are important to to keep CrossFit thriving. It is one of the cool things about the community. Yeah. In the past, you remember it was the message boards. We could yeah. get the message yeah, boards. Yeah, yeah. Um, but people are in, less inclined to do something like that. But it's easier to kind of, like you said, have a phone call, ask yeah. a couple questions. And just, I mean, A, just having a chance to talk about, talk through it with somebody yep. else that's been through it kind of opens up another, you know, opportunity. So if you go to our website, you go to schedule, you can, you can see if you're an affiliate owner, click on it. I I'm giving four hours a week and I encourage, and I'm going to recruit other affiliate owners, my buddy, Tim at CrossFit Palo Alto mm-hmm. is putting himself up there. I've got a couple awesome. of other people direct message me. They're going to do it as well. We're going to try and build a network of people available for CrossFit affiliate owners to get out there and, and, and get the help or support or maybe just a motivational call is all you yeah. know. You know, you're doing the right thing. Stay, it's a, it's stay, a good network. Stay the course. Right. And I think that's, I'll yeah. put, I, I actually want to put you up there as well so they can talk yeah. about, you know, your experience mm-hmm. you got, you know, 15 years of experience mm-hmm. as well in this game, as, especially on the programming side of things. Um, but I, I think it'd be really cool to, 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 to get more and more OGs participating in something like this. Yeah. A healthy, I, CrossFit benefits, and you said this earlier in our yeah. earlier version yeah. of this podcast, and it was great. It raises it's the bar. Very, it raised the bar. Yeah. But it, but but I don't benefit. Diablo doesn't benefit with by affiliates yeah. closing. Yeah, I might get me- a few members. Yeah, but I don't want them that way. That's not the pay- that's no. you, You'd rather get members by their members talking about it to their family in our yes. area that wants to come over. Right, and that does happen. Yes, that's how it well, should happen. Well, so I just got so so one of our members, Eric Albertoni, messaged me. He said, "Hey, I've got a friend that I've talked to into CrossFit, but yeah. Diablo's too far. Where should I send her?" Yeah, and I gave him the name of an affiliate close by. Yep, like that's the way it should work. And 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 more affiliates means more people doing the open. More mm-hmm. people doing the open means more revenue for the open, which means a better CrossFit open and a better CrossFit games. Better sport. Just better yeah. sport. Yeah. Right. And then. You know, it, and more people out there, ta- like you said, talking to their family members and friends yeah. and more people doing CrossFit. We want of every affiliate owner to survive and thrive. It's just going to make healthier communities, not yes. just the CrossFit community, but the surrounding community, right? Yes. Like the, the local city, you know? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. It, I think it's, it's there's, there's more has that, to happen. Look, 
go go to a pub, any sort of public event a, a wine festival go to a football movie game theater go to a movie theater look around there's more than enough clients out there for yes. all of us yes that need us so it's cool anyway i'm moving moving on so that is the way with crossfit and i would encourage you to like you know talk to your family some friends and 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 crossfit way is about helping others um lead a healthy life yeah um and preferably through crossfit mm -hmm. um uh, pr uh programming we talked about that a little mm -hmm. bit um headed as we're headed into grace and then i don't know just um uh, you know i i got a few things that were on my list of cool stuff or well, <laughs> not so cool or maybe not so cool <laughs> um, it's interesting to say the least yeah 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 so one of them was and i, I thought this one was cool and i follow ronna patrick because she's um uc berkeley but she's phd but she's super always, smart yeah super smart found at found my fitness you can you can follow her and she's got pod, podcasts too that, mm -hmm. that are really cool but she always back what i like about her is she always backs everything up with research and data and even on her twitter account she'll sometimes get challenged or get challenged in her comments on instagram she'll she'll so she'll provide provide Start supporting exciting and she's she'll even acquiesce when you know if she's if her point is you know yeah. if, if, if her point is soundly refuted yeah and it's really cool to see i like that open mind but she published uh she's doing a, a daily post on her exercise in no alcohol this month because mm -hmm. she's doing the sober october but she posted on because i've had members talk to me about this and my own daughter deals with anxiety issues is high intensity exercise reduces anxiety in her own experience she says that's why one of the reasons why she does high intensity exercise which essentially that's crofit mm -hmm. um one of the, the ways portion of it yeah and, um, uh, but what's better, what's uh, impressive is with, she always is, is she cites 14 different studies <laughs> that demonstrate this fact. Yeah. And so that's kind of a cool thing. I, th that one, I would say, follow her. If you're not following her at found my fitness, uh, she's, she's really cool to, to follow, but I, I think that's, there's a number of people in this gym probably come for that reason too. Yeah. Um, the other one was, oh, this one, this one. And I got a number of messages back from people on this one. I posted this on my Instagram was that some sports bras and athletic wear may contain um, high levels of BPA, which is biphosphate. Um, it's it's the it's not good stuff. It no. messes with our bodies. It messes with yeah. Our no, it literally it's a toxic chemical that potentially disrupts metabolism, growth, and development and reproduction. It, it it's usually emitted through plastics. And we yeah. and I think most people know about BPAs because mm -hmm. you know at one point in time it's it was been a high high levels, but right, water levels in cities are met are, are monitored for high mm -hmm. levels of BPA. Um, but to see it in sports bras was first like what? How how can that be? And then I started to understand that as you read the article and you understand that the polyester the plastics essentially that are used to create that stretchy fabric mm -hmm. essentially have that have bps in it and then worse you know they're they're leached through moisture so the more you sweat the it's more like directly in contact with your skin <laughs> which also absorbs stuff yeah and there was there's 11 brands that are mentioned you you'll know some of the brands i did get messages personal messages from people asking me lulu <laughs> and no lulu was not one of the brands on there so we're all safe you're all safe in that category but it is like yvonne my wife wears sports bras every day so yeah. it's like kind of freaked me out a little bit yeah and it's it's just something to think about it's another one of those things that just tends to slide through and <sighs> so, you, know, you know i mean there, there's been other issues with clothes in the past I and mean, yeah. they used to spontaneously combust oh yeah, yeah right yeah. Yeah. The, the, the clothes catching pajamas catching on fire yeah. that was the big one but 
again, it's it's something where we have to be vigilant. Clothing companies are in this to make a profit. You know, someone comes and sells them really cool 16-way stretch fabric that that wicks moisture, mm-hmm. you know, that, that keeps you warm and cold. Like that's amazing. And yeah. then, you know, they can and it comes in 50 different colors. So um, convenient. So conven- and it's priced right. Right. So they so they buy large quantities of material that goes in the clothing and and I look, they're not. They're not thinking, oh, it's got PPAs. We'll we'll just hide that. No, (laughs) they've got a cool fabric that they can get and they can make a profit, and it's badass. But they forget about the stuff. The the back. Well, I mean, like you said before, it's hard to test that kind of stuff. Is also some of the materials that they're being used into it are recycled plastics. Yeah. And how does that not? become an issue yeah i had a member mem- like, do they actually test it on i had stuff? a mem- member mentioned that to me this morning yeah she, she said well you know it could be that you know there's this whole wave of using recycled materials for clothing mm. and I, I was like oh shit here's something so that's, that's really like a, cool that's like a recent thing then yes huh? like that's it's like i'm thinking well that's really cool using recycled materials yeah. for clothing but then i started thinking well as she pointed out like steps down the uh-oh. road <laughs> gotta think oh. about that part of it like it you know it never ends yeah but Fortunately, there are watchdog groups that pay attention to stuff like that. In this case, there's 11 companies. And I know that those 11 companies, they aren't going to keep producing clothing with that. that you you would hope, you would hope at least maybe yeah. like throw out some recall if it's like a, a big, really big issue, oh, yeah. right? Yep. Um, on, the, on, the, on the extreme end of that, um, and the one I put on my must listen to, and, and look, love him or hate him, Joe Rogan asks the right question. He asks in terms of like, he tries to take it from a, unbiased position and ask layman terms. So I think a lot of people like Joe Rogan because he asked the questions that they might want to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, not and, afraid to be. A yeah. And, and I would say, you know, get, if you're, if you don't like Joe Rogan, just get through that, you know, tune, tune his voice out, but listen to this podcast because he interviews um, Brigham Bueller. And this guy is a former pharmaceutical sales rep, which th- that is a high paying job with direct access to doctors Mm-hmm. And to the pharmaceutical companies, like he's he's the he's the intermediary intermediary between those two things, trying to drive sales of products. You know, he sold he made it his big fortune as a Cialis sales rep. Oh, that's right, yeah. And then also was uh, participating and involved in the oxy cotton oxycodone stuff. That was fascinating help. But it's really important to understand how drugs are delivered to eight percent. Uh, the second podcast is draining battery after oh, okay. the charger. Just All FYI. Right. <laughs> All right. So, tell me when we get to one percent. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll give you a, the two. All right. Yeah, we're almost we're almost done here. But anyway, I, I'd say listen to this podcast because he gives some insight to the relationship between. And he says pharma's not bad. Look, pharma goes into this with wanting to yeah. help people. Of course they yeah. do. Of course they do. But they are also driven by profit. Yeah. Eventually, at the end of the day, quarterly profits matter. And that influences a lot of times what's happening at the ground level in mm-hmm. conversations with doctors from pharmaceutical reps. And it's important to understand that. Um, it's also, and it, it was fascinating to listen to him talk about medical devices. Yes. Right. But not just medical devices, but like how they do repatent stuff just oh, because, yeah. right? Right. So if, if it was 1977 law said, if it was already in the body and approved to be in the body, if you have a related, if the, if it provides a related type. S- yes. Yeah, some, some kind service. of a similar like relation related. Yeah. 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 I think the, the example you gave earlier was, a, is, so, you know, I got a knee. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And then, hey, that joint, similarly but smaller, will work in the shoulder. Yeah. It's it's automatically approved. Like, well, it's not automatically approved. It's you, it's it's a you, you don't have to go shortcut. Right? You don't have to go through the testing yeah. and trial. What's it called again? What, like the um, well, they called it the daisy chain. Daisy right? chain. Okay. Yeah. So it's a daisy chain connection, right? So it's got a connection back to something that was originally approved. And what was stunning to me was 85% of the medical devices, 85% or more of the medical devices now that are being put into human bodies have not been tested before they put in. They were daisy chained approved through other, and in some cases that's okay. But in others, he gives, he gives some chilling examples of devices that have been approved through daisy chain and then caused Don't major work. complications. One of them was the steel on steel hip. Oh yeah. You know, we talked about. He says the doctors yeah, were like, complaining the, that they were wearing out and they're yeah. having pain. Yeah. And he says, but he goes. Then he, they started reporting that they were having patients with dementia. Yeah. And memory issues and like because well, the metal is grinding. Yes, because the, the metal system. was yeah. grinding away because of the metal on metal. Because there's so much. There's way more stress on the hip versus the knee on yeah. a metal on metal thing. Holy crap! But anyway, it's just important to know that. What's important to know too, this isn't an anti-pharma thing. Yeah. But it's actually a little bit anti-insurance. It goes, it goes up, it goes up to the next level. Yeah, right? next the, level. The, the puppet master. The f- there are five major insurance companies that control almost 100% of the decisions that happen um, related to medical care. So your medical care. Five insurance companies are driving. What drugs are out there? Yeah. What devices are out there? What procedures can your doctor actually approve that right. they'll pay for? Yep. Even if it's like a preventative thing, yeah, right? trying to take yeah, and and the trend away beforehand. from preventative care simply because insurance gets uh, people change jobs well, every couple of and years. We always wonder and ask like, hey, why why aren't they talking about you know like throughout the whole COVID thing, right? Like right. we know that being healthy and you know having you know certain biomarkers down low, like you're gonna have a better chance. That's right, right? Why not have insurance? Why companies have pay- they not said it at right. all? Why, why have insurance companies not paid for fitness memberships, gym memberships, when they know that that yeah. builds up healthy means? I mean, talking about it like a prophylactic, right? Right, because like, right. people change jobs every two to yeah. three years, and it's basically kicking the can down the street because they why so, pay for preventative yeah. care if they're going to lose all that money when, yeah. the, when that patient leaves them and goes to another insurance company? It's, re, it's really fascinating yeah. conversation. Must listen to. And he it, was a, phar- like you said, he was a pharmaceutical rep that worked within yes. pharma, and then he got into devices. Medical devices, medical that's devices. right. Now Owned he, a pharmacy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Own a pharmacy. yeah, yeah. And, now, a pharmacy. and now he's doing uh, preventative wellness yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, really. And with the other thing he talks about, real briefly, the pharmacy benefit managers that were put yeah. in place. I think it was back in the late seventies, early eighties. Pharmacy benefit managers put in place to help pharmacies kind of filter through all these freaking drugs that come their way and that are prescribed by doctors to help them understand what risk benefits, which ones they should have, which ones they shouldn't on on label use versus all label use. Well, those things were worked. At first, brilliantly. And they still do, except that they were taking a kind of getting a cut of the business. Yeah. So what do insurance companies do? They bought all the pharmacy benefit managers. So the insurance companies own the pharmacy benefit managers. So they essentially control what drugs are making it to the pharmacies that doctors can recommend. It's really fascinating. And I think it's important for all of us to understand it when we talk about healthcare in this country. Yeah. To know and under and this guy's an insider. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, and you know, like like you said, love him or hate him. Yeah. Rogan has on some of the really top people that yeah. are very knowledgeable in these things. And it, it's always nice to hear them talk too, right? Oh, yeah. Like 
It really is. And he, he lets this guy talk. He goes, hey, yeah. I'm talking to us. He goes, no, no, man. It's fascinating yeah. as hell. Yeah, no, it's, it's what, I mean, it's also, important information, too. Also, at the end, what's cool, at the end, he t- does talk about the the uh, DNA test, which is what um, mm. oh, Wild yeah. Health does. Yep, yep. Um, that, that I'm part of and CrossFit has been associated with as mm-hmm. partnering with Wild Health. Mm-hmm. They do the DNA testing before you, you know, they do anything. They give you any prescriptions so they can no one understand what's, yeah. what affects your body differently than others what stuff affects your body differently than others. And then the other thing is uh, stem cell stuff. He talks yeah. about that, which is cool. Yeah. Cause I think it is a, that, that stuff is kind of the leading edge of terms of healing without surgery. Yeah. Or pharmaceutical. Yeah. Right? Or like, without pharmaceutical yeah. intervention as well yeah. too. So I would say, listen to that. That's uh, that's Joe Rogan number eight, uh, 1873. And mm-hmm. so I put two links in my email ones to a, a Spotify version, ones to the YouTube version of it. You can find it on YouTube. It's, Joe Rogan with Brigham Bueller. Some good information there. Yeah, really good. Anyway, so uh, podcast three, take two. <laughs> Is there anything else we want to talk about? I, no, no. I, I feel think, like I did too much of the talk. I apologize. No, no. You, you, that's, it's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that's we're, we're solid. All right, good. So we'll see you next week. And we and look, our target time is 8.30. And so we're, we're going to have Jamie. Jamie <laughs> what and time I, is it now? It's 10.30, right? Yeah, we're going to have a, a celebration, actually, when we actually are off and going at, at, nail it. at, at nail it at 8.30. Thanks, guys, for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Cheers. All good? All set.